It's a new day, yes it is! greatest podcast of all time, which is entitled The New Day. Feel the power. Baby. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I am Xavier Woods. And I am Big E. And me, I'm Kofi Kingston. Thank you for joining us today on our very exciting, very fantastic, and very humble podcast. Yes, very humble. Yes, very. Sorry. My belly's full from all the pride I swallow. What? <laughs> it's Lonely Island. They're really good. Okay. Yeah, it's a song. I'm so humble. It's a thing. Anyway, today's <laughs> special guest on our show is a lady who we love to hang out with. We, she's so fantastic. She's a, a woman of many skills. She's got hella accents on her. She's able to wrestle. She's able to manage. And she's able to whoop Kofi Kingston's narrow behind in wow. some video games. Now, hold we on got a Zelina wow. Vega. Oh, my God. So hey, Zelina. That's thank you. That's a hell of an intro right there. Thank you. Wow. Accurate, very I mean, accurate. As even well. if untrue, very. I mean, it was going so well. We had the whole Zen with the auto tone into the humble intro, and then we talk about Zelina's accolades. And I'm up here and I'm cheering her on, like I always do. I cheer her on. You know what I'm saying? And then you end it with a lie. Well, not necessarily. I have beaten you. I think it was one, two, three, four. Four times, actually. Oh, here we go. We getting Boy, right into up, this? Hold him up. Go we for it. We, we getting right. You know, four is a very special number for me. You know, I throw them up, especially in playing Madden when we get to the fourth quarter. And I got so much. The, the, the arthritic fingers, you know, I can't throw them up. But I've been to the fourth quarter so many times, I just throw them up anyway because that's the kind of endurance that I, that I wield. But uh, I mean, I can't believe that we're going. Is that where we're going already? I thought this was supposed to be like a peaceful conversation. You know, that's just how I know that you're lying is you're stuttering. You're like, oh, oh, oh well, is that where we're going? No, that is where we're wow. going. Wow. And now she's <laughs> coming at the way that I speak? Ma'am. Ma'am. I'm flabbergasted right now that I would be in, assaulted by my own partners. You know, uh, I, I'm just wondering how much you paid them to, uh, to, to assault me verbally like this, for them to besmirch my character by them saying that I would lose in a video game to you. <laughs> oh, there's to that you? big laugh he's working on. Great. <laughs> Great. Pitiful. This quarantine, man, it got people working on all type of skills. You know, Woods working on his comedy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, his stand-up mm. comedy. Talking about Zelina Vega go beat Kofi Kingston in video games. Come on, now. Speaking of working on things, I've actually been working on Mortal Kombat. Just, you know, the game I beat you in four times. No, no. Okay. Um, that one. Why don't we go? Why don't you tell the story about uh, the, how how you beat me in Mortal Kombat, and then I'll tell my version of the story, which is the truth. <laughs> um, I believe we were sitting. It's really really simple story. I mean, we were at the Mortal Kombat Eleven reveal party, and we were there and playing the game. And I picked Scarlet, I believe, and I don't really know who you picked because it doesn't really matter. But I, I beat you like four times in a row. 
it's crazy. Four times. So yeah, and, the, and the weird part about that, the weird part about that is, is like, you know, <laughs> you the, you the footage. Said, you pumped the brakes she on me? She did. She <laughs> did. The brakes on me? Yes, she did. Yes. On my own show? <laughs> okay, casual, no, I'm going like, to let you, I'm gonna let you finish. Let's go. Yeah, oh, okay. the uh, footage just so happened to be gone. I wonder if you had anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that you're done before I just tell the truth about what happened there. The truth. You said it's very simple. Proceed. So Zelina, uh, you, so first of all, we were what was called uh, labbing, okay? Mortal Kombat 11 had just came out. They had all different types of characters, new characters. Scarlet came out. Uh, you know, they had Sub-Zero and Scorpion and all of these new characters and everything, and we were labbing. For example, I don't know if you've ever uh, played sports, you know? Uh, yeah. Wrestling, for example, is a, is a sport where you practice. <laughs> you get into the wrestling room and you have matches, you have drills, you know, I'm gonna let you take me down, I'm gonna let them, you, you, I'll take you down, I'm working on my double leg and my single leg. That's what we were doing. We don't keep score in practice. It's when you play on the grand stage that you, that, 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 that's where it counts, you know? We were, we were just, we were practicing. <laughs> we were he stammered practicing. again, ain't he? Yeah. yeah. He's stammering. He's stammering. Oh, I'll stammer now. I'll stammer. <laughs> I'll stammer. You know? We were practicing. And now I find out days later that you were actually keeping score. And first of all, I don't think that you even beat me, even in practice. Even in oh, practice. I sure did. Me, oh, me, I, I sure did. Me, me, I wasn't keeping <laughs> score because I was labbing, you know? It wasn't the right. way. I was getting familiarized with these, these new characters. That's what I was doing. But for you, you were over here trying to keep score. And mind you, oh. hold on now, hold on now. I'll let you, I'll let you finish. Skirt, skirt, hold on now. <laughs> I'll let you finish. Now you you got to let me finish too, okay? The number has changed. Because before, it was you beat me one time. Then it was you beat me two times. Then you beat me six times. Then you beat me four times. But which one is it, Zelina? And number one, show me the receipts. What did Whitney Houston say? Show me the receipts. Show me the video footage. Show me the video footage of you beating me. I got a lot of video footage of me beating you. Now, if right. you want to talk about video footage, I got a lot of video footage beating you. Right. I a just lot. think it's weird. I just think it's weird that when I do beat you four times, I've never said six, um, but when I do beat you four times, all of a sudden the footage is gone, which is weird because I've asked. I've asked quite er, I've asked quite a few times <laughs> <laughs> now where the footage was and all of a sudden it's gone weird th weird thing though i'm not the one in whether it's wrestling or video games or whatever the things you listed uh i don't call myself mr 24 7 you do mm -hmm. that's your thing that's your thing yeah. i wouldn't take your yes. thing yes. but yes you couldn't correct me if i'm wrong but 24 7 means 24 hours a day seven days a week so that means you have right. no off season which means there is no practice and yes so, so you said correct you if you're wrong and i will go ahead and do that because the origin if you've been following on the show with where 24 7 came from was when i beat xavier woods uh in a game of madden by a score of 24 to 7 on the one of the initial games on up up down down that's the history i know you probably don't you probably don't study if it's like anything like mortal Kombat. you don't study the rules you don't study <laughs> you don't study uh, the moves you don't study your techniques you know so you probably don't study your history either you know so the history behind mr 24 7 was when i beat xavier woods by a score of 24 to 7 okay my initial name was superfly and i changed it on the spot off the good idea. it was it was the names i got a lot of aliases you know mr 24 7 aka mr gotcha and what don't act like you don't watch the show finish the sentence Zelina. gotcha hmm. and you got got on the sticks on more than one occasion, on more than one occasion. People listening right now, all you gotta do is type up Kofi versus Zelina or Mighty Minx or whatever she wants to call herself on the channel and you Please will- I don't see. change it. 
You will see. You will see. See what? What I just said. I thought there was more too. I thought there was more too. I thought there was too. What I just said. Mm. Just, yeah. Oh, wow. We actually, I've just been sent a picture oh. by our uh, fantastic producer, one Dan Reichert, and it is of you, Kofi, and you, Zelina. We're all in cosplay at the reveal, and there's it's a, it's a picture of you guys playing, so we can't tell who's winning and losing, but Kofi does look nervous in this picture. I will say that. Oh, I have a bear. Uh, my, my game face is always one that looks, and if you look at my, my wife actually makes fun of me when I play video games because I get like a, like a weird face on, but I take my stuff seriously. I take is my stuff seriously. the face that you're making right now? It's very different. It's very different. Right now, I'm nonchalant. I'm leaned back in this chair, you know? Just I'm stuttering. sprawled out. Just stammering. Stuttering, 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 but telling the truth. You understand? <laughs> stammering, stuttering, but the truth is the truth. Right. If you looked up, so this is why I was so offended when Woods said that Zelina whoops me in video games because I feel like if you were to go into a dictionary and you were to find the definition of the word never, are you familiar <laughs> with that word? Are you familiar with that word? Yeah. Never, never, Zelina. You will never beat me in a video game. You can look up the, uh, the word in the dictionary and I feel like the example that they would give would be Kofi Kingston versus Zelina Vega in video games, as in Zelina Vega will never beat Kofi Kingston in a video game. I'm going to stamp that. I see what you did there. You were like starting a sentence and realized that you couldn't put never in there and you tried again. That's cute. Any video (laughs) game, you know, you will never, you will never, you will never Uh beat a video game. Yeah. Have you seen these, these nails though? Have you seen them? Like claws, you know? So, I mean, I've been kind of working on my own little fatality. So if, um, if you're willing to do it again, I mean, we can just. Oh, how many times? You don't you're want to, th- to throw hands. This? You're to throw hands. <laughs> you're trying to throw. That's why. See, see, this is easier when we're doing this virtually. When I stand next to you, I have to keep my eyes like on a swivel because you. I tend know. To get, I almost grabbed you. Tend you to get physical. Yeah, you tend to get physical, which is. Uh, so. It's it's a little deplorable, and honestly, it's it's a little. Deplorable. I don't know. I'm not. You know, video game video game etiquette. It's a little bit deplorable. I don't know. You know, and so I feel like growing up, you might have been the kind of person that would pull a controller out when you were losing, you pull the, the, the controller of your, whoever you're playing, you pull it out of the system so they couldn't play anymore. You know? Just because you're imagining so, things. Don't mean you know me. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. And here this, I am providing this platform, providing this platform for people to get to know you. I wanted to have you on the show, Zelina. Oh, did you? I wanted did to you? have you here. Was it was me. You? It was my idea. I said, you know what, Zelina, she has an amazing history. I used to watch her come around as an extra. Several times. Mm. She was a rosebud, the bumblebee rosebud. She used to do all this and then she finally got a job. You know, I was happy for her. That's what I, that's the mentality that I came with. And I'm being met with all this venom and this malice right off the jump. Zelina, you understand why I'm hurt? And now you're making fun of me for the way I speak. You're making fun of my stutterings. (laughs) Zelina, in front of the people that came to see me on my platform here, Zelina. It's sad. Give him a Grammy. It's so good. A Grammy? Let, let it, I was gonna say. Gra- I was gonna say. Let it go. I was gonna say. He let it go. And I, that's the kind of person that I am. As I didn't even say anything about it. That's because you didn't think of it. I they turned did. the other cheek. <laughs> I turned the other cheek. I turned the other cheek. This, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about the in betweens at work of <laughs> life being very hurry up and stop. And work in the entertainment industry, it's always like that. And so there are times where when we are in that stop formation where we play video games and this, this unedited version of the argument between one Zelina Vega and one Kofi Kingston, on Up, Up, Down, Down, you get like 10% of it. 
because it's normally this That's times true. four. We just, everybody walks into the room and they just know they have to be quiet because this storm will eventually pass. <laughs> but for now, you're going to be in the eye of it. <laughs> That's also true. Do you remember when we were, uh, I think we were just all in a room and we were just talking, uh, Kofi and I, and he said something like, test me or something. And I was like, what did you just call me? And you started recording. I saw you like in the corner. You started Because <laughs> you just went, for no reason, everything was fine. Then there's a sudden shift because of one phrase. It's, uh, what? That's her all. Got her calling me a ramen noodle head. Oh my God. A ramen noodle head. <laughs> this is my hair. When the cameras go off, my hair still looks like this. You can't call that me that. That is your fault, not mine. You can't call me that. You can't call me that. <laughs> oh no. Sometimes I can't control what comes out of my mouth. That's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did that skill, which I think is a good one at times, did that skill help you uh, get to where you are today? Honestly, I don't know because I feel like for the longest, I just tried to bite my tongue. Yeah. And then when I finally just, they said, just talk. I was like, a word? Okay, cool. And then I just did. And they're like, oh my God, we'd love that. And I was like, you sure? Because <laughs> once I start, <laughs> it's not easy to stop. <laughs> no, don't quit. That's <laughs> no. like, so, so Cove saying like, uh, you know, he saw you as a, as a rosebud and things like that. And obviously like, like we were, we were connected and through video games and things like that and meeting and talking. Um, what was it like for you? Cause you were friends with so many people like in the company before you got signed. So what was that like? Cause I feel like a lot of times someone who's coming into a new company or any new job anywhere, like it's like going to a new school. You have to kind of find your friends and see how people are and how to navigate the waters. But like, you were already cool with everybody. So what was that like when you ended up getting signed? So that's, I've never been asked that before. That's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's weird because my first tryout ever was in 2010 uh, at FCW with AJ and Naomi, like Norman Smiley and Steve Kern were like the, the ones running like the, the tryout. And just from then on, like the Usos, like I just, I became friends with everybody and we just kind of kept in touch for the longest. I had known, I think like the, do you remember when they had the shows and they bring like someone from the main roster? Like, so that week they brought Matt Hardy yeah. and I had known him for like ever at that point. So uh, that also made the tryout easier for me. And then fast forward, I had tryouts almost every year. And it was just like, no, you're to this. No, it's to this. And, you know, then I just try to change whatever it was that I was to. So it was like, oh, your endurance isn't up enough. Okay. Next year I came back, tried to up my endurance more. Oh, you know, uh, try your hair blonde. I remember when like the thing was to make me blonde because uh, I reminded them of Trish. And they're like, yeah, go blonde. And uh, during my Rosebud time, that was when I was blonde. But it was interesting because I felt like I... I don't want to say was there already, mm-hmm. but especially during the Rosebud time, I always felt like it was so easy because everybody made it so comfortable and everyone was so welcoming to me that it just felt like home. And I felt like I'm supposed to be here. Like I know I'm supposed to be here. And I just never took no for an answer. Is having that experience with people like feeling comfortable uh, at that level? Cause for, for people who don't know when you're an extra, uh, you know, on a, on a wrestling show, you know, they, they come near your town, they're going to have a raw smack down there tonight. And you happen to be a local independent wrestler. And so you might send an email like, Hey, you know, if you need any extra hands, I got you. And so that's kind of how a lot of us got in by getting seen and noticed through, through doing that. But doing that is a very stressful experience because if, especially if you don't know anyone there, it's like the height of fear because here's all of your peers, people that you want to work with at a place that you want to be at and you don't know how to act. You're not sure who to talk to. Um, but, but, but 
with it feeling so comfortable when you would come around, is that one of the reasons that you, uh, you know, stuck to it and wanted to make sure that you actually, you know, made it here? Partially. And I think because, you know, Joey Mercury was someone that always fought for me. And it was because I remember Tommy Dreamer, I always call him like my wrestling dad because he's always, always looking out for me from day one. And he had messaged, he sent me the screen cap, he sent Joey Mercury a text saying, so he is going in there today for a tryout. Um, she's the next, mind you, I don't feel this way, but he was putting me over. <laughs> he was like, she's the next Trish meets Lita. She can do it all. She needs somebody to believe in her like I believed in you. And he was like, all right, I got you. And then from that on, like he was, every time it was like, hey, we're going to be in Virginia. Can you drive there from New York? And I was like, yep. And I did it. I drove like all the way to Carolina. Like I just kept for as long as they'd have me was as much as I was going to be there. And I yeah. made myself available and it was, whether it was spending more money than I was making just to be there, I, I didn't care at that point. So it was, I felt like I needed to be there. And I also felt like I wouldn't have been fulfilled in life if I didn't make the WWE. Going off of what you were saying earlier too about like you knowing that you wanted to be there, what the, and the reason why I think you stood out to me was because you were very comfortable and like talking a lot of times and like we talked about earlier, it's very nerve wracking to be an extra. You know, you don't know what to do. You're nervous about doing the right thing. Did you shake all the right hands? You know, um, but a lot of people because of that will kind of like be in their shell. And I thought. Every single time you came around, I feel like we, you know what I'm saying? Like we knew each other, you know, like yes, I see yeah. a lot of your work before, but then like meeting you in person, it was almost like that friendly connection was, was there. And I think all of that is because you are, you weren't scared to put yourself out there and to just have a conversation with somebody and just be yourself, you know? So to me, from the opposite end, it felt like, yeah, she belongs here too, you know? Aww. And I think a lot of it is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just like the way you carry yourself and and whatnot. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's, it's important to kind of carry yourself that way for sure. And Thanks, I think you also yeah. found the balance too, because like wrestling, getting into wrestling can be so hard because if you're perceived as being too comfortable, then mm -hmm. people say, oh no, she thinks she's already made it. Let's right. get her out of here. But if you're too aloof, if you're too shy, people think you have an attitude, or you're not doing enough to reach out, but you were really able to find that balance of being comfortable enough, but being, and being confident, but also having a level of humility. So that could be so hard to navigate. And you found the right way to hit that very small window. Well, that's because I let you in a little bit. And then when you realize who I really was, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Look how sharp her nails are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I was like, no, these are super cool. I want to see them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, no, I just, I think that, you know, with me, it was very, I, I was nervous the whole time. I mean, something, and not a lot of people know this, but something embarrassing happened every single time I got there. So I was like, well, nothing else could, could be worse than this. So I might as well just be cool, you know, because I'm not even joking. So, so the very first time, very first time I had a tryout, I was walking next to Dean Malenko. And uh, I was so wowed by the fact that I'm like, wow, I'm talking to Dean Malenko. Like I watch him all the time. I love Dean Malenko. I was so here with him. I didn't see who was coming this way. And uh, I am four foot nothing, as you know. And this person that I walked into was, God, I don't even know how seven foot something, big, uh, the great Kali. 
Yeah. <laughs> so if you can gauge where. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no. Where no. I hit. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. So there was that. It's just, I, it's just oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Almost like a thing. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. What do you, what do you even do? Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Uh, see, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I said, <gasps> I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, I didn't see you down there. And I was like, I didn't see you up there. How's the weather? Yeah. And Dean couldn't stop laughing. He couldn't even hand me like the thing I had to sign. He was laughing so hard. I was like, well, that's cool. I'm never working. (laughs) Very first thing that happened. I literally just walked in the door and that happened. So I was like, I can't get any worse than this. So I might as well just be cool with everybody. So, yeah. I'm honestly surprised you didn't get a contract right then. Yeah. <laughs> just for me, because he laughed so hard. I'll oh, just sign her. Oh, she's hilarious. <laughs> I, oh my God. I also feel like if I would have gotten signed that young, I probably would have been a completely different person. I wasn't ready for it. I mm. think I had to, because it took me eight years to get to WWE. Wow. So it's like it, uh, seven or eight years. Yeah. And I'm like, if I would have gotten signed at 19, I, I wasn't ready for it. And now I think that because I had the time to go to Mexico, go to Japan and kind of, you know, progress as a person and as a, as a performer, that, that definitely helped because I, I was so, I was a baby, you know, when I, when I went to FCW for the tryout, I remember walking in there, like my little heels and thinking I was all like cool or whatever, only 19 years old. And uh, Dusty was like, hold on, does your mom know you're here? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like and I was this. like, yeah, she does. she's outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's waiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've had some fun experiences at my child. So that's not even the worst, okay? But it's, it's part of what, like, I, I fell one time in catering in front of everybody um, onto oh, Edge. No. Yeah. You fell? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Just... Edge falling around. <laughs> you know, I didn't see the wet floor sign next to the coffee because I was just like, well, I'm, I'm sitting in catering and I just finished eating. So, am I going to do it? I'm either going to get fat or I'm just going to get a bunch of coffee. What am I going to do? So, I just kept getting coffee and I slipped and I fell into him. And I was like, oh no. And he's like, well, at least now you can say you fell for me, huh? Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. So, now. Now I'm hoping that the thread stays of anytime something embarrassing happens, you're next to someone who loves dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And is that guy? <laughs> completely, completely. Uh, and again, that's not even the worst. It, it, every year, I'm not even kidding, as I had one like, it was like 2013, 2014, like I always had like a tryout and I kept going and then the Rosebud thing was weekly. So yeah, it was, it was a lot. I wanted to touch on a second, the, the idea that you brought up of, of, being happy that you didn't get signed so early as you were so young. Cause um, I feel like a lot of people deal with that, you know, at a young age, you're just like so upset when you don't get a call back. You're like, no, I've been like really busting it. Like I'm, I'm in shape. I'm doing all this stuff. And like, I keep hearing no, no, no. But then once you finally get there, if you get the opportunity to like, you realize like it wouldn't have worked. hundred percent. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Cause like, I, I definitely felt that in uh, going, going through college and, and wrestling and being upset that I didn't get picked up by WWE, but then getting picked up by TNA and then post TNA realizing I'm glad I had this experience because now I know how to act here. You know, can you talk about that a little bit? 
Yeah, and it's funny that you brought that up too, because I think being in TNA, being able to work with, you know, Matt and Jeff and Dreamer mm-hmm. and, you know, AJ Styles, I mean, I've known him forever. He he was part of my training. Like I was still, when I got to TNA, I was still only two years in. So I was still learning and he was helping me a lot. Every time like TV came around, I was always training with him and, and Sarah Stock. So, but I, I was too young. I, I didn't really think about the future. I thought about right here, right now, you know, I, I look good. I feel good. Like, why can't I, I be here? And I remember being at the tryout and asking Norman Smiley, is there anything else that, that I need to show you guys or anything? He's like, no, I think you're good. I think, you know, I think we got what we needed. And I was like, okay, cool. So I felt really good. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get to leave. This is going to be so great. And I got a call from Canyon. Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't Canyon. It was Ty Bailey. Ty uh, Bailey. Uh, remember? Yeah. Yeah, Ty. Yeah. yeah. Ty Bailey. And he was saying, um, yeah, you know, like maybe just spend some more time, like, you know, on the independence, getting whatever it was that he was saying. I, I just heard no. And I just heard Ooh, after that. Yeah. I, I was just so, I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then I just started bawling my eyes out. Like mm. I was so brokenhearted that I didn't get there. And I, I don't know what came over me, but I, I looked in, like, there was like a sheet that they gave us and it had everybody's number on it in case we like got lost or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I looked up, I was like, okay, Norman's smiling. And I called him up, I was like, Norman, they said no. And this, and I'm crying and I'm crying. I'm like, oh, this is it. They're never going to hire me. And, blah, blah, blah. and he's like, no, 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 no. This isn't a no forever. This is just a no for now. He's like, take the notes that he gave you and we'll also give you some notes. And here's how you can, you know, work towards the next tryout and just keep doing it. And he, you know, told me his story and his journey with his career. And uh, I was like, I can't believe this. And he's like, you're going to, he's like, if you want this, you have to really fight for it. And you have to just take no for an answer and just keep coming back no matter what they throw at you. And I was like, damn, okay. He's like, if you really want this, you just, you got to do it eat, sleep, and breathe this, do it. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to do it. And then every year since then, I was like, okay, I'm not going to, you know, and then fast forward, once I actually got to the performance center, I was in Norman's class finally. And I was like, wow, do you remember oh. when this, this was the thing? <laughs> That's crazy. I was Full like, circle, man, it took, huh? yeah, I was like, it took wow. seven, eight years to get here. And now I'm finally in your class. And it was such an honor to be in there with him. He's, he's by far one of my favorite human beings in the world, but he, he had been such a, he fought for me every tryout. I remember when he said, he's like, there'd be, you know, maybe uh, two people that said yes. And, you know, two people that said no. And you know, one other person said yes. And we were even. And he's like, I just kept fighting for you each and every time. And uh, it was really cool to finally be in his class and performance center. But had I, I feel that had I would have gotten uh, signed back then, I wouldn't be Zelina. I right. wouldn't, I wouldn't be this package that I am because I wouldn't have got the experiences from, you know, TNA or like I said, Mexico, Japan. Like I wouldn't have had those experiences to help me grow or the many no's to help grow that, you know, next layer of skin, next layer of skin that I needed to Mm -hmm. deal with how everything is today. That's one of my favorite things in the world is when, um, so we talked about this with Woods and people who just have the drive to go out and do what they need to do because some people will take no for an answer and then they just go off and they don't get to even like sniff their dream anymore. Oh, they told me, no, that's okay. You know, or they keep coming back and they're the same as they were when they left. So for you to take the initiative to go out and not just go, you know, 
uh, all over the nation, but just to go like internationally, you know, go get experience in Mexico, go get experience in Japan. Like for me, one of the things that I regret the most um, is not being able to have those international experiences, you know? Um, and it's awesome to go perform internationally under the WWE umbrella, but I would have loved to have had the experience to go to Mexico, to go to Puerto Rico, you know, yeah. do it while you're on the independent scene and, you know, you're worried about like how much money you're making it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just, I feel like it makes you appreciate so much more when you get to where you, where you are destined to be, you know? So, sure. and then this, you know, again, another reason why I wanted to like, have you do this because like for all the time that we've known each other we've never actually had this conversation so i know bits no. and pieces of your story but i i don't know like the little nuances and and the details and all that because all that like it just intrigues me you know to see <laughs> like your performance uh now you know what i mean and and there's obviously a history there so and i think the problem too is you can't get past your bickering uh yes. which can go on for an hour <laughs> to actually get to know each other as human beings <laughs> so this is a nice life lesson that maybe you, you know, know after the 30 minutes let's cap it there <laughs> And yep. actually talk, but uh, no, you you have like the like Kofi said, you have the best story, the most inspiring story because it's crazy to think you were you trying out ten years ago. Like I was gonna ask, were you twelve then? Like how is that possible? <laughs> 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 there's, there's no way you're not like in yeah. your early twenties right now. Um, so uh, that's pretty incredible that they let you try out so young. But yeah, I remember because I was starting out then. But uh, it was yeah. crazy just how long we've seen you at these tryouts in these towns over the years and you did it and look at you now. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Well, mm -hmm. speaking of history though, I actually really did meet um, Andrade back in 2011 in Mexico when I wasn't, um, I was with TNA. So I, I, I want to say, where was it? Oh, CMLL. I was working mm -hmm. at a, a CMLL and uh, I met him back then. Never did I think that all these <laughs> years later <laughs> that we would be, you know, partners. It's such a, I mean, when I think about it, it blows my mind because I was like, wow, this is cool. Oh, you're, you're cool. Oh, wow. You're really good. Okay. Let's have them. We're, we're eating. Okay. This is great. See you. However many years later. Wow. Okay. We're partners. That's insane. Right. And they, they were trying to come up with the story of like, Oh, say, say you've known him since blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I really have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's legit. I really have. I was just curious because I know like you wanted to wrestle for a while and I've just been curious about like you've been a valet and the great thing is I feel like you're presented as this very strong woman you're a leader of men like they they come to you like this is so I was just like I'm just it's interesting to me when your dream is to wrestle when that's how you started how has been transitioning into being a, a valet how's that been for you so this is a really funny thing <laughs> I have always loved Paul Heyman, right? Loved Heyman, Sherry, Melina, loved him. But I never thought that I was going to be, like, I would use them for character things, but I never thought that I was going to be a manager. I just, it, it wasn't something that was in my mind. And then I remember having a conversation with Hunter about, you know, where I was going to be with Andrade and what was going to happen there. And he was like, yeah, you know, I, I know you want to wrestle, but I really think this caring is amazing and i and i think you should start here and so it doesn't mean you're never gonna wrestle but i think just let's let's try and work with this and see what happens i remember it was like uh, maybe a year and a half or a year in after andrade and i have been together he was like um remember i said you weren't gonna wrestle just kidding uh you're main eventing nxt tonight oh yeah and tonight's your last night oh yeah and by the way you're going to smackdown <laughs> <laughs> so i was like 
What? So yeah, it's, I, I do want to have my time as a wrestler. That's not something that I've given up on or have abandoned in any way because I do love when I get to go in there, especially when we do the mix tags. It is so much fun. It's so much fun. I remember just recently, it started out as a tag match between Austin Fury and Angel Garza and the Street Profits. And then I got involved and then Bianca came out and then it was a singles between her and I. And then it changed into a six man. But it was like, number one, we didn't even know that was going to be the case. We found out like as it was happening, they're like, oh, you got gear, right? I was like, (laughs) 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 oh, okay. And luckily I always bring it because this happens to me all the time. But yeah, we, we knew about it as it was happening. And then Bianca and I had never really touched. So it was just kind of throw together, see what happens. And it was great. I mean, she's amazing. You know, but it was so much fun. And I, I felt like, wow, I'm getting the best of both worlds here. I'm getting to be a manager at the same time of being a wrestler. And it was the perfect little combination. But I think my favorite was when I got to work with Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae uh, at NXT. Like, I felt like Hunter is such a mastermind. And he knew from, like, he knew, I want to say from the beginning of when we, when we got together all the way to the ending, he, he wrote this like perfect story for us. And it was like, you know, we got together, we had our matches, whatever. And then when we were finally moving up, we had, you know, our last match, Candace and I, and then uh, Johnny and Andrade got involved and it ended with us having the uh, Johnny submission on both of us at the same time. We both tapped out. So it, it just felt like the perfect little storybook ending you know, but building to that was, was amazing. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I'm giving up on, on wrestling. I, I feel like I want to have that time as a wrestler, but I also want to build myself as a manager enough to get people to care enough to want to see that, you know, I mean, even if you think about Lana, right? Like she was a manager first and to the point where they were chanting for her, they wanted her so bad. And then she was able to, to go into wrestling. Like I want to get to the point where, you know, the fans care enough to want to see me in that role and then we'll go full speed with it. But it's got to be the right time. I think that a lot of people don't really recognize that all of the time, that as a, a performer who is able to be skillful enough with a microphone to be able to manage, but then also to be able to wrestle, you're able to use your minutes on TV, not bumping to yeah. get over, to mm-hmm. get to the point where when you have a match, you don't have to start from scratch to get people to know who you are and what you're about, whether you're a, a good guy or a bad guy, like, you've already had the time to do like the, the legwork to, to, to get to that point. And so uh, the fact that, that you are in that role of being able to play both sides of the coin, uh, I think just makes you even, even more of a threat because a lot of times people are either good at wrestling or they're good at talking, but you being able to have the ability to do both and now getting signed in your more adulthood, more mature, yeah. more mature enough to understand where and what to use these skills. Uh, it's, it's been awesome watching you get to, to this point that you're at right now. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a hell of a journey. I'll say that, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> you know, going from like, uh, uh, Oh, to now like screaming at people. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally screaming at people. <laughs> Question. We're going to pause real quick. Cause uh, I think, there's like a Dan, Dan was saying there's like a TV on in the background. In yeah, I, I just uh, texted Tommy about it. It was uh, he's playing um, God of War. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dave, 
Did yeah. you get my text? Tell him betray you. Betray you. Talking to you, but you can't hear them because it's <laughs> Tell him we said we love him. He, they said they love you. He, he said he loves you too. <laughs> oh. So speaking of Alistair, so you guys have a uh, YouTube channel now, huh? We do. Yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of stuff are you guys doing on there? Let them know. Um, so it's called A to Z. And you literally get to see everything from A to Z. It's going to be, you know, us getting tattoos on the road or uh, us playing video games or us playing with our cats. Like I said, now they get to see a little bit of us in, in reality. I, I was told a while ago, you know, you have to find a good balance between keeping up Selena on Twitter and Instagram or whatever, but also keeping Thea very much alive in that aspect too. And I think YouTube is kind of the, the place where they can go for more Thea, you know, but I just find it interesting because sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, you know, me playing video games and oh my God, look at my Pokemon stuff. And I just bought a new Pokemon mask and blah, blah, blah. And then the very next tweet is, everybody's jealous of me because I'm the dopest on this. Yeah. Whatever yeah. accent you need, you got it. Pop it out. <laughs> you know, it, I just did it yesterday, actually. I was trying to freak out Billy and every, she was talking and she was like, I don't know what she said, but she's like, oh, you know, thank you. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she's like, <laughs> why are you doing this? <laughs> it's just, it's with them. They have such a strong view. Thank you. No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's spot on. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't. Spot on. I tried Very so good. hard. I cannot even almost come close. <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of accent. You've got like 15 in your arsenal. I don't even know why. Oh, you know what? I lied. I do know where that came from. I used to prank call people when I was a kid. <laughs> like, the, like friends or strangers? Oh, both. Both. Oh, yeah. I was surprise, bad. Surprise, surprise. I know, right? Shocker. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, and then also, I will say this. Whenever you're staying at a hotel, they're never mean to someone with an accent. Ever. And whenever I want a late checkout, I put on the accent because they always give me a late checkout. <laughs> I swear it works every time. Every time. <laughs> Especially when I was uh, rooming with like someone who like, you know, wasn't like it was Kayla or something. She's like, what do you do? You got it till two o'clock? How? How? <laughs> Hello. Um, I'm just calling because, you know, I'm not feeling good. And I'm thinking that, you know, I have to get so much work done and I just... I can't concentrate. I'm just thinking it'd be really, really great if you had like a two or a three o'clock, you know, checkout time. It'd be so, so amazing of you. You're going to get very it every impressed. time. I'm very impressed. Every time. Every you can, time. You can have a six o'clock checkout with that. That's <laughs> you know, because I try calling like, hey, um, hi, blah, blah, blah. I would love to get a late checkout. Do you guys have that available? Because they're like, no. <laughs> okay. well, maybe you didn't hear me. I asked for a late checkout, and I'm gonna call your boss and make sure that it happens. Like, I could go that route, but I'd rather just get it right away. So, so you got an accent for like your kind olive branch one, and then you need to go off. You got the other. One. Oh yeah. <laughs> I used to, <laughs> I used to call like, uh, oh god, this is awful. But um, my friends and ask for like if their mom picked up like. Hi, this is Chelsea from um, PS33, and I'm calling on behalf of your daughter. Um, we've been having some issues with her in class. She's been really bothering some people, and you know we're going to have to talk about uh, moving forward, what we're going to have to do about her behavior. And then it would just kind of spiral out of control from there. I'm like, oh, I don't know where this went. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like my friend ended up getting in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> so like, I feel like when you said friends, you said you put an S on it, like multiple. So like, <laughs> this would happen. Your friends would get in trouble. You'd be like, well, can't use it on you or let's get the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I would, my family members too. I mean, my grandmother got over it after a while. She was just like, okay, Thea, hi. Like, this is your, you know, fourth accent or whatever this is. You know, and I'm like, no, God, come on, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I used to call my grandmother a lot and just, I don't remember what it, just like random things just to bother her. And she'd be like, because oh, it's so funny to hear her upset. Like if she's like getting angry with you, she, like I said, 10 times spicier than me. So I would, I would call as like, you know, a credit card someone. <laughs> Hello, is this, hi, is this Maria Padilla? Padilla or Padilla is how you say her name in Spanish. And she hates it when people call and say Padilla. <laughs> like Amelia Padilla? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hi, is this Maria Padilla? Hi, this is Chelsea from the credit card company. I'm just calling because you have a negative balance of $400. And I was just wondering if you knew, if you're aware. And if, you know, and she'd be like, excuse me, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you know instantly, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I'm... Yeah. I've never met anyone who uh, prank calls their grandmother. But uh, <laughs> first time for everything, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's that's unfortunately uh, all the time we got uh, with you. Where can everybody check in with you on socials and all that? I am at Zelina Vega. No, at Zelina underscore Vega WWE. It's always complicated because I thought it was one word, but it's not. It's Zelina underscore Vega WWE. So, and stutter, then stuttering. A to... <laughs> stuttering and stammering. I don't know if the mic picked that up, but you were stuttering through that. That's your own information. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Let, let them know where you are, where they can find you. Sorry. And then on YouTube, A to Z on YouTube. We'll have links so you guys can click and all that stuff. Oh, uh, socials, socials, Kofi, what you got? Yes, I'm at True Kofi on the Twitter, at The True Kofi on the Instagram. Uh, e? I'm at WWE Big E on Twitter and on Instagram. But as y'all know, my real job is Cameo. And I'm at over a thousand Cameos served. Ooh. And I got more to serve. That's right. Serving up those hot Cameos. I want to see a thing in your yard. Remember like the old school McDonald's tickers that burgers yeah, sold? Exactly. <laughs> it's always in motion. I need one. I need one. Yeah, in the yeah, front yeah. of your house. That's what we're going to need for, for Christmas. For Christmas. <laughs> that's it. Yep, it's always numbers, always moving. Always. Yep. I like it. <laughs> I literally feel like I can talk to you guys for hours upon hours. I know. Legit. Like, no, I know. Legit. Yeah, but it was super cool to like be a part of this. And thank you so much. I'm of course. Really glad I got to oh, thank you for you coming on. No lie, before we started, I was like, an hour? Are we? Can we talk for an hour? And I don't realize how long. <laughs> no, I, just don't, I don't ever realize how long we actually talk when we talk. And yeah. it's like, this This felt like 10 minutes. It did. It really did. That's why when you were like, uh, okay, we got to wrap this up. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I have to say. <laughs> I have to tell you <laughs> other things. <laughs> I need to tell you that my cat's names are this. I need to tell you my thing with Kofi. I need to tell you my last <laughs> But we'll have you on for part two. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do it again. Yeah, we'll bring there it we back. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can catch me on socials at Xavier Woods PhD. That's Instagram and Twitter. You can catch me on uh, Up, Up, Down, Down on YouTube and twitch.tv slash Austin Creed. And also, 
you listen to this podcast, you love this podcast, make sure you're telling your friends about this podcast. Tell them to subscribe wherever they listen to their podcast. Just type in the new day, feel the power, and click the pink picture with the three black guys' faces on it to subscribe. Even if you can't stand us, even if you don't like the sounds of our voice, even if you don't want to hear the guest, you hit and subscribe. It's an automatic download on Monday for your boys. You delete it Tuesday morning. We are all good. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.